This is Tom Schreiber, and you're listening to Pro Lacrosse Talk. Right off the bat, there's Lyle Thompson. Courier. Kylie Omel are showing off those shifty skills. Driver driving hard down the alley and he scores. What a goal from Josh Bird. Kayla Trainer fires to score. Are you kidding me? By Dylan Ward. Gets topside wrap. Oh, scores! Welcome to Pro Lacrosse Talk on the Lacrosse Playground Podcast Network. Your go-to podcast for interviews with professional players, coaches, and executives, as well as the latest news and analysis from all three professional lacrosse leagues. Now, here are your hosts, Adam Moore and Hutton Jackson. Welcome to another episode of Pro Lacrosse Talk. Today we are joined once again by Tom Schreiber, the first guest to make three appearances on the podcast, one in each season. Uh, Tom, a member of the Archers Lacrosse Club in the PLL and the Toronto Rock and the NLL needs no introduction, and we are happy to have him on once again. Tom, how's it going today? Uh, it's going well. I, you know what? I forgot that I'm I'm the first three timer here, so I'm, I'm honored. Well, I, I, I I I truly am. Um, you know, and I'm pumped to uh, pumped to be back. Hopefully, hopefully we still have stuff to talk about. <laughs> no, I think we have a lot to talk about since uh, since we last talked. Um, you know, last spring, I believe. And then prior to that, you were one of our first guests. So again, happy to have you back on. Um, first off, how's the off season kind of been going for you? Uh, it, it's been going great. You know, it's, it's a unique one, obviously, right? I'm used to playing lacrosse 11 months out of the year. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, with the world we live in today, it hasn't been possible. So it's, you know, that, that part of it's been tough, but I've, I've tried to kind of see the, um, you know, the positives of it. You know, I think the way I look at it, it's kind of like a, mid-career a little break and you know I'm sure my body will be thankful for it you know over the next few years so um I've tried to use that as a positive and um get my body in a good spot so I'm not you know just kind of constantly rehabbing and whatnot so I feel feel pretty fresh definitely ready to play some lacrosse that's for sure um and it's been exciting right a lot of a lot of changes especially on the PLL side with a lot of new faces around so um it's been great and um you know, I think we're two months out from the start of the season, so mm-hmm. can't come soon enough, but it's been a nice, uh, nice little break mid-career. That's awesome. Yeah. And we were talking right before the pod about uh, you just made the move, right? And, and we heard that you're, you're now neighbors with uh, your Archer's teammate, Mac McMahon, right? I am. Yeah. So we're, we're about a, a block and a half away from one another. So I, I think that'll be great, you know, for a lot of reasons. I think just having someone around to, to train with, and obviously Matt and I are are good friends. The the one gripe I have thus far, you know, already, it's kind of made like a little bit of an empty offer to help move. You know, I kind of think like he 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 knew I was going to say no and had no intentions of uh, of helping out. So um, wanted to make that public. Wanted people to know that that uh, Matt made an empty offer and uh, oh, hasn't man. helped with with a damn thing. Got got to step it up. That's not going to throw a wrench into our idea to do a, a diner based show with you two, is it? I mean, I was thinking about we could even call it Diners, Dodgers, and Dives. Maybe a little too on the nose for the Guy Fieri crowd. Um, you know, I, I don't know. Is that, is that going to be a problem now that Matt hasn't helped you move? No, no, it won't be an issue. It'll, it, it would only add to the banter. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no hard feelings to Matt, but that all sounds wonderful. I am uh, I'm like a card-carrying diner guy for sure. Matt is the same, so you know, I'd, I'd be thrilled with that sort of uh, arrangement. We'll, we'll have to workshop the name a little bit, you know, and, yeah, and figure yeah. something we'll definitely, out. I, like, I don't want to like get into any legal like trouble. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, but exactly. I don't want we'll Guy Fieri's guys coming after us. 
yeah, yeah. no okay, no perfect. definitely there's a lot of uh i know there's like a fieri con too so there's a lot of impersonators out there that probably wouldn't be too happy as well so we'll, we'll avoid that name and think of something else but let's get into the big news i know that you teased an announcement on wednesday i know this is probably the main reason why we wanted to have you on the podcast but you are going to announce now that you're an epic athlete you're signed with epic talk about the move to becoming an epic athlete yeah, no, it's, it's, it's super exciting. It's like, um, it makes sense for a lot of different reasons. I think, you know, I'd, I'd like to lead with like, just being thankful for, for New Balance and, and Warrior. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've been with them since I graduated from school and, and in so many ways, like lacrosse is unique in that, you know, you kind of rely on, you know, your partners and your sponsors to allow yourself to like train full time and, you know, be, you know, a, a real full-time lacrosse player. And without those guys, like that, is not possible for me and I don't know what I would be doing. So um, eternally grateful for those guys and, and how they've treated me. And I think, you know, this is just kind of, you know, the next chapter, you know, one of the things that the pandemic has kind of offered is like a lot of insight, a lot of time to kind of plan out what you're doing. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, the timing felt right. And, you know, in talking with James and the rest of the team at Epic, um, you know, there are so many things that they have going on that I think are super interesting. I think that they're, approach technology wise is is really interesting and really cool and something that I've been kind of fascinated over the last couple you know weeks and talking with James and and the rest of the crew but um you at the end of the day I think like our interests are very much aligned you know with the PLL and them being such a big partner with PLL and so much of my life on and off the field being devoted to the PLL and Mm -hmm. um and box lacrosse too right I think that's something that Epic is um, really focused on and is really focusing on, you know, continuing to support in the future, both on the youth side and in the NLL. So, um, you know, as I kind of plan out my next few years, the back half of my playing career and beyond, um, you know, I think those will be two pretty big constants, PLL and, and box across and growing it in the U S. And I think having a partner that you know, are, are very much aligned and you know, have the group of people that are, are running the show over there, James and the, and the rest of the team, I think, um, it makes perfect sense and something that I'm super excited about. You know, we're certainly excited too. And we'll get a little bit into what you're thinking about rocking in terms of uh, stick shaft and stringing a little bit later, but talk to us a little bit about, um, to this off season, you know, kind of, uh, you mentioned a little bit how you've kind of had a little bit more time with the NLL layover, but you know, how have you kind of approached it differently since you maybe can't go to a gym as much, or, you know, they're, you're not playing as frequently as you have in the past. Um, I, I'd say it's, it's a few things. So the, the one thing I really wanted to do was, like I mentioned before, just kind of get my body to a place where I can train, you know, full time mm-hmm. versus just, um, you know, kind of help, you know, alleviate some nagging injuries and whatnot. You know, I've had like a pretty tough couple of years with that stuff. I, you know, I had a knee surgery, I had a shoulder injury. So, you know, th- those things are always kind of hanging around. So this, this past year has really given me an opportunity to address those things and get back to, you know, one, get back to normal and then be able to kind of hit the ground running training wise. So, um, yeah, that, that stuff I think takes a little patience, right. You don't want to peak too early with, with some of that stuff and, um, have been focusing a lot on, on mobility. And then, you know, these next, you know, eight, eight weeks, whatever we got before camp, like, I think we'll kind of ramp up the, the running and conditioning and continue to do all the weightlifting and all that stuff. But, one of the biggest things for me is just, is just keeping the stick in my hand and, sure. um, you know, whether that's in a game or just, you know, at home on a wall, if I'm coaching, if I'm getting together with a few teammates, 
um, that's kind of like a non-negotiable for me. So mm-hmm. I, I don't think there's been many days throughout the pandemic where the stick hasn't been in my hand, which um, I know is important for me personally. I know guys have different um, approaches there. I love it. You know, I don't think I've ever um, you know, had a bad time you know, playing lacrosse, whether mm-hmm. again, if it's on the wall or I'm coaching some kids or I'm playing with my teammates. So um, that part, I'm super lucky. You know, I love doing it. And I think it's a combination of a lot of things and, you know, once again, this pandemic has given me and so many other people an opportunity to like really refine, you know, what works and, and, you know, what's kind of best, you know, for, for each person's needs. So I'm in a pretty good spot. Um, definitely ready to like leave training mode and start playing, yeah. um, but trying to stay patient. So a couple more weeks and we'll be there. Yeah. I, I think we're all excited to, to see you guys hit the field again. And, you know, we haven't really chatted since, kind of this whole off season happened and uh, the news about the merger. So we wanted to hear kind of what were your first thoughts when, when you heard about the news and all this kind of really great talent coming over, including some of your new teammates, right. From the MLL. Yeah, no, for sure. It's, I, I think it's great for the game. I think, um, you know, I, I speak for a lot of players and that like, you know, we're thrilled, right. I think like mm-hmm. they're on both sides, right. I think it's great to be unified. I think it's great that the sport is unified going forward um, at the professional level. Um, I think one of the, like under the radar, really cool things about the merger is being able to, you know, show some respect and highlight those guys who have been doing it the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a- everybody is respectful of those guys who have kind of laid the groundwork for us to get here. So I'm really excited to see the kind of PLL, you know, media engine, like be able to, you know, talk about those guys, tell those stories. I think that'll be great. And, um, you know, as players, like we, you know, we were watching, MLL, they were watching us. Like those are all our, our friends, you know, like I think you kind of look at, you know, if you look just like on social media or something, you see the two really butt heads, but like in, in terms of, of the players and, you know, those are still our guys and those are still guys that we liked watching. And I, I know it was kind of the same way back the other way. So um, I think it's awesome. You know, I think there's a ton of talent coming in, um, you know, and we're already seeing that it's, it's been fun, you know, kind of just as a lacrosse fan, let alone like a player on the archers to see where all these guys landed and, you know, how they'll impact each team. And, um, you know, I think it's going to be really, really competitive, um, you know, getting these rosters down to a game day roster and seeing how that shakes out. It's, you know, that combined with the college draft too. Those, as you guys know, is a loaded draft class coming in. So um, I think you're taking a already very competitive league injecting a ton more talent you know one more team but you, I think the the level of play is going to continue to rise and I think it's going to be that much more exciting and you know I think getting back in front of some fans this summer combined with all that it's gonna you know in the three short years I think it's going to be our best summer I think every year there's been you know kind of a slow build but I think this one is gonna you know continue that trend and it's gonna be it's gonna be a blast no, for sure. And you mentioned too the players coming over. Uh, you guys added a few to your team in Connor Fields via trade. You also added Hasek and Jeffrey on the defensive side, Ryan McNamara at the midfield in this entry draft. Uh, and you just picked up Latrell Harris, Nate Solomon, and Nick Washuda in the waiver wire as well. So, um, you know, a lot of talent on that. Talk a little bit about any of those guys, particularly maybe Connor Fields, who you'll be, you know, playing with on offense um, and their additions to this team. Now, for sure, we've, it, it's been a busy offseason for, for every team. You know, I think we've made a lot of moves, um, you know, all really exciting ones. I think Connor Fields is, you know, one of the best in the business. He's an excellent, excellent player. He can do it all. Um, he can get to the net. You know, he wins his matchups. He can score. He can play off ball. And, you know, I actually 
you know, I, I never played with him prior, prior to this summer, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and our paths really haven't crossed all that much, but he's somebody that I've admired from afar, you know, in both the field and, and the box game and, you know, watched him back at Albany and, you know, think the world of him and um, obviously a unique situation for him last summer. But I think if that doesn't happen, you know, we maybe don't get a shot at him. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm kind of thankful that, you know, that came together and I'm, you know, super excited to play with him. I think he brings so much to the table and we'll add, you know, some cool stuff to our offense. And then, you know, with the entry drafts, you know, I think, you know, coach pretty vocal about wanting to get like a little more physical, a little bigger and stronger, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I think adding Graham and, and, and Warren, you know, certainly helps that, you know, I think both of those guys are, are monsters. I've played against Graham a ton um, in the NLL and the world games, things like that. And, you know, he's as advertised. I think you, you see anybody who's pretty informed and educated on, on, on lacrosse and, you know, I think he's pretty synonymous with excellence all around. Mm-hmm. And um, I think adding a guy like that will be really exciting. And, um, you know, Warren is, is somebody I haven't played against just yet, but I know he, he's similar, right? I think, you know, I've, I remember reading some sort of um, NLL draft, um, you know, preview or something. And they, they mentioned Graham. They're like, he's a, he's a Graham Hossick type, um, you know, big bruising lefty, tough, brings you a little edge to your team. And, um, you know, I think anytime you're adding those sort of characteristics to your team, particularly on defense, I think it's a good thing. So super excited about both of those guys. Um, McNamara used to kill us in Ohio mm-hmm. every game. Like he, 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 he was like, so adding a guy like that, anytime like you're playing against somebody who, who kind of crushes you, it's, it's always a good thing. He has a lot of range. He gets to the goal. He's versatile. Um, I'd imagine, you know, him being right-handed, I'll spend, you know, plenty of time with him working together and stuff. So excited about him. And then, you know, the couple, you know, pickups over the last few days, you know, Latrell Harris is a teammate of mine in, in Toronto and mm-hmm. um, such a cool story. I'm sure you guys have talked about him before, but, you know, Latrell was a senior in high school playing for the Toronto rock um, at 18 years old, which, mm-hmm. which is so cool. And, you know, here we are a few years later and he's still so young and he's still, um, you know, he's, he's a beast. He's fast. I'm excited for the field lacrosse world to get a taste of, you know, what Latrell brings to the table. And I've already chatted with him a couple of times um, in the last 24 hours and he's watching film. He's all fired up. He's, he's, he's pumped to be on our team. So he's, he's somebody that, you know, I'm excited for everyone to see, but I'm excited to team up with him um, in two weeks. So I'll be seeing a lot of Latrell in, in the next few years. And um, I know uh, Nick Washuda. So I'm a, I'm a big Vermont lacrosse fan. You know, Coach Cav um, with the Archers is coach at Vermont, best man at my wedding. So mm-hmm. I am a, a big fan of the Cats. They're having a great year so far. They're a ton of fun to watch. Those guys are balling out. It's really, it really is awesome. But, you know, over the last few years, I've seen what Washuda is capable of in the cage. And I think, um, you know, bringing him into camp and, and having him push Drew and Adam and, 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 you know, kind of seeing where we're at in the goalie position, I think will be fun. Um, you know, I think anytime you have three, really good goalies it's 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 a good thing so bringing him in is great and 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 Nate is 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 a great player man like I watched him at Q's um a couple people that I know have a relationship with him speak super highly of him I've been texting with him a little bit earlier today we're already like making plans to get out on the field so um you know nothing but positives you know I, I think this offseason has been a lot of fun and then you know, across the board, but for our team in particular, and, you know, we still have a college draft, you know, to mm-hmm. add even more guys. So, um, you know, and, and with all that, like, you know, pro sports, it's, it's, you know, the fun part is adding these guys and, 
yeah, the, the part that's kind of tough is, is losing a few. Um, mm -hmm. So I think especially being in the PLL and only being around for the last two years, like a lot of that foundation comes from those original players on your team and whether it's expansion or just making room for new guys, like that comes at the expense of some guys and um, it's a bummer. And I'm just like thankful to really have played with everybody, you know, that I've mm -hmm. played with thus far. Um, and that said, you know, there's, there's some new blood on the team and I think it'll make for a really competitive camp and, you know, a great roster once, uh, once game time rolls around. Yeah, we're really excited to see some of that competition in training camp. Looking, looking forward to see some of the content that comes out from that. Uh, you mentioned Latrell and The Rock. Let's talk a little bit and, uh, about the NLL. Unfortunately, the season last year had to get cut short, but we already have a start date for next year in early December. Talk about kind of your excitement to get back on the floor with your guys in The Rock. Yeah, I mean, I, I think what we have in, in Toronto is really special right now. I mean, I think there there have been some some great offseason moves on on that team as well, bringing in Jason Noble, Mitch Desnew, guys like that. Like um, our offense, like bringing you know, I've played kind of a half a season with Dan Dawson, um, but I'm just really excited about where we're at there. I think it was you know certainly understandable that we weren't able to pull it off this year and and you know do a bubble or play. I know there was a couple different scenarios at play, but um, was bummed for that reason. I think we have a really, really good roster. Um, I think our team has a lot to prove and, you know, I'm excited to be a part of that. And, you know, personally, I, you know, my season was kind of like cut a little short and missed a bunch of games. It's coming off the, the shoulder. So, mm -hmm. you know, I'm kind of hungry to get out there by the time, you know, we, you know, uh, take the floor next, it'll be quite a while since I, since I've last played. So, um, you know, just, really hungry and really excited for the box game. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's been a while and I think we got something truly special over there. So um, got plenty of work to do over with the archers, but it'll be a nice, uh, it'll be nice to transition right into um, the box world. You know, we're certainly looking forward to the PLL season and the NLL season coming up this year. I want to look a little farther ahead to the Olympics in 2028. I know that's been a huge goal of yours to be on that team and, you know, compete for the USA. Um, talk to us a little bit about your goals, you know, in making that team, you know, in a couple of years and, uh, you know, hopefully being the, one of the first teams to play in the Olympics. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it, it's certainly a goal of, of mine and I'm sure every other player, um, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's an honor anytime you get to, you know, play for the U S and, um, I think playing at the Olympics, being a part of the Olympics, the pinnacle of athletics, um, would be really, really special. And, you know, I, I try not to look too far ahead to anything, but that's mm -hmm. certainly, you know, on my radar, I'll be on the, you know, the back end of, of my career, but hopefully, um, you know, the way that game is played, I think it'll lend itself nicely to kind of a box field type of player, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and at that point in my career, hopefully, um, you know, I'm pretty proficient at both and, and I'm able to bring something to the table. And, you know, I think, guys who will be in the running for that are maybe even still in high school. Um, so I try not to look too far ahead, but, you know, I'd be lying if I, I didn't say that's a long-term goal. And um, I think it would be really, really special to be a part of it um, in any capacity. So um, it's definitely on my radar, have plenty of work to do in both leagues and, and internationally prior to that. But, um, you know, it's definitely on the horizon. It would be really nice to, to be a part of that. And, um, I don't know, hopefully keep playing, but maybe step away after that. You know, I think mm -hmm. I'd be 36. Um, definitely plan on playing as long as I can. Um, yeah, I think like another eight or so years is probably what I'm looking at. And I think it would time up 
kind of nicely to mm-hmm. to go out and and hopefully do well out there make the team be a part of all that stuff and then step away so that would be kind of a dream scenario for me mm-hmm. yeah got gotta get captain america on team usa for sure <laughs> for the olympic run um we're gonna hit, take a quick break hear a word from our sponsors and then we'll dive into our five and five segment today's episode is sponsored by Ducan supply co Ducan is a men's body care brand that features an array of military inspired products from their signature big-ass bar of soap to their bourbon-infused beard oil. I personally use their big bourbon beard oil that's made with a hint of buffalo trace. I like the oak barrel scent that it gives off, and it makes me feel good about my beard, even if it's not as nice as the one that Adam's sporting these days. As an Army Reservist, I also love that they donate a portion of their proceeds to U.S. veterans. So go ahead and check out Duke Cannon, use our code LAX10 to receive 10% off your order, and find your own signature scent. Welcome back to Pro Lacrosse Talk on the Lacrosse Playground Podcast Network. All right, so welcome back. Let's dive into our five and five. You've done this before, Tom. We mixed up the questions a little bit more, um, but the first one I will start out with you is what has been your favorite venue to play lacrosse at? Oh, man. Um, that's such a tough one. Yeah, they, uh, I'll, I'll answer a, a few, mm-hmm. uh, a few different, uh, and I'm going to exclude any home stadiums um, just because, like, I think that's you know, probably everybody's answer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, like in Toronto, for example, like I loved playing at home there. I loved playing at home at Princeton and, and in Ohio and MLL. And so we'll, we'll take those out of the equation. Um, I think uh, Saskatoon was, was very, very cool in the NLL, like just playing up there and, and, and seeing those, how many fans there are. I don't know if it was a sellout the, the time we played there, but it was, it was pretty special and, and like just an amazing um, environment. And, and just a place I never, ever thought I would ever find myself, <laughs> you know, I remember like flying up there and I was just like, wow, like this is never on my radar. And, uh, it was an amazing experience. And then I think, um, you know, in college it was probably Hofstra, you know, like it's right, it's right by my, uh, my hometown and, you know, I had a lot of family there. So that definitely contributed. And I probably, I've definitely seen more games at, at that stadium than anywhere else. So that was always special. And then, uh, the PLL, you know, there are so many great options there. Like all those MLS stadiums are incredible. Utah was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I loved San Jose. I, I'd probably say out, yeah, probably Audi, you know, in, in Washington, mm-hmm. D.C. Um, we didn't have a great game there. You know, we lost a, a heartbreaker to the to the Redwoods, but that stadium was, was really, really impressive. And I'm sure somewhere that, you know, we'll find ourselves in the PLL the next few years. So I'm going to go with that one. Sorry if that was way too long-winded. I'm sure it was. No, no, I love it. We always get multiple answers. And uh, I'm from the D.C. area, so Aldi Stadium is a good answer in my book. Following up with that, what is your favorite team? um, Sorry, following up with that, what is a team that you're looking forward to face this upcoming season in the PLL? Um, I know you guys, you know, you just mentioned uh, a team in the Redwoods being a tough one that you guys tend to, to battle with. Um, is there any team in particular that are really looking to, you know, get some revenge against or beat up on again next summer? Um, I'm, I'm going to go long on this one again. <laughs> um, and I'm happy you answered this question because hopefully it gives me an opportunity to right or wrong. So I, I've been asked this back in college um, in, I think it was like inside lacrosse or something. And, um, I dodged the question five times and I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to end up on anybody's bulletin board. I'm not going to mention it school's name. And like, I, I just, I forget who it was, but they just like kept prying, kept prying. Mm-hmm. And I ended up saying Dartmouth um, because coach Bates had went there and I kind of 
put it in a way that was like, oh, like some extra motivation as Coach Bates' alma mater. And, um, you know, if I had to pick something, like I, I'd go with those guys. And sure enough, we get up there to Dartmouth. Andy Towers, the head coach, like the, the articles posted everywhere and they beat us. Um, wow. And like those guys let me know after the game. Uh, I've lost sleep over that. I, I sent Andy Towers a letter. I don't know if he ever got it, but I like looked up his address and was like, I didn't mean any disrespect. Like, um, and then sure enough, like they, they, they took us down and it was like the longest bus ride home of my life. So long winded way of saying like, there's no way I'm going to mention a team here. Like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not making that, I'm not making that, that mistake again. Um, and this isn't even like a diplomatic answer. It's just like, um, every team is, is so good in, in this league, like, especially with the addition of all this talent and, um, you know, every game is going to be you know, super competitive, super fun. Like you're not, you're never going to be able to be like, Oh, like we got this team this week, you know, we'll, we should be able to win. Even if we have a rough day, like you're going to have to earn, um, you know, every second of it. Um, and I will, I will mention like, you know, obviously the whip snakes, like are the two time champs. They rolled everybody mm -hmm. in the bubble. So, um, you know, that, that's, everybody's chasing up. So if, if I had to mention one team, it's those guys, but it's more out of like, you know, they're, they're clearly the best team right now. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where we want to be. So I'll go with them. Yeah. I, that was probably the best non-answer I've probably ever heard. So <laughs> I'll give you kudos to that. That was works in our book. Um, and then I don't want to put you on the spot again, but this is kind of what this segment does is one of the toughest players you've had to face during your career. And it can kind of be in the past or it can be, you know, in the past few seasons as well. Yeah. Um, similar, like I'm not, I'm not trying to end up on anybody's bulletin board for not mentioning them. Um, but I, I do know like the most like dominated I've ever been in, in my career was, you know, against Brian Carolunas in, uh, in college. Like he, I think he took the ball off me five or six times and, you know, it was, it, it was brutal. I broke my ribs. Like it was just like complete, like it was, it was horrible. And then, you know, we ended up being teammates in Ohio and, you know, even in practice, I would tell him, like, get away from me. Like, I don't want it. I don't want, <laughs> you know, like, I can't like relive this. Um, so I, I would say him, I, you know, I'd also mention that, like, especially now, once again, with all these guys coming in, like, you know, playing against LSMs in, you know, the, in the PLL is, is horrible. Like it's, it's never fun. You know, I think like even the guys that might not have as big of a rep, like are absolute studs, like, you know, again, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to mention every single guy that we play against, but like a guy like John Sexton, like deserves more love. Like that guy's a mm -hmm. stud, um, really all over the league. You could go to every team, like those, every, every pole you play against is, is awesome. And it's similar to the, the last answer. It's like, you know, you can't really, you know, you, you, I'm never going into a game being like, okay, nice. Like that's the guy at, like, who's going to be covering me. It's like, always like, okay, like, this guy is super athletic. He's, you know, he's really big. He throws a lot of checks. Like how can we prepare? And um, so I, I, going back to your original question, it, it, it's Carol Lunas. Um, but you know, this time in my career, like there, there's no easy ones. I'll say that mm. for sure. Always a battle for sure. in the PLL um, going off of that, this is a little bit of an easier one, I guess. Uh, what was <laughs> your favorite memory from the PLL bubble last season? And it can kind of be a lighthearted one that didn't happen on the field or one that was on the field. I mean, the whole experience was, was really, was really cool. And, and, you know, I'll say a little bit about that and hopefully a specific moment kind of comes to me, but um, you know, thinking in the grand scheme of things, it was like, we were like legitimately quarantined, you know, for, mm -hmm. for months. Like it was like a, such a unique time for all of humanity really. Mm -hmm. And then we have this opportunity to go, you know, play lacrosse with our, 
friends and our teammates and, you know, be out in this beautiful facility out in Utah in the middle of a pandemic. It was just the fact that we were there um, was incredible. Um, and, and then I think our, our, our team, you know, I think we accomplished a lot. We obviously came up a little short. Um, you know, I think um, you know, that, that crazy play where, you know, Grant feeds Ryan against, uh, against the Chrome was wild. Like it was a crazy game going back and forth with those guys and um, to win in, you know, such dramatic fashion was definitely cool. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, it, it really is like, it was just pretty awesome to be around your buddies, like doing your favorite thing to do while you've been sitting at home doing nothing for months. So mm-hmm. No, that's awesome. And then my final one for my lacrosse questions is what is your current stick setup? Or you might not even have decided yet, but what of the Epic products are you looking to use this summer? Oof. I, I mean, I think, you know, a tough question. So, so probably a work in progress. Cause I just haven't had the time to try everything yet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I had mentioned before, like warrior originally was such like a natural fit for me. Cause I, I've used those, you know, through high school. Yeah. You know, I use mm-hmm. like different versions of the, the Evo Evo, depending on how you like to say it. I'm an Evo. I say Evo, um, you know, through high school, through college, and then, you know, through MLL to, to the PLL. So, um, you know, it, it, it will be, it'll be fun to kind of figure out what, what works right now. I'm, I'm using the Z1. I haven't really changed, you know, my, uh, setup all that much, but, you know, definitely looking forward to like kind of delving into that world a little more. Um, mm-hmm. I've always kind of used the same stuff by default. Cause like it, they're, I liked it and, and mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with it. And, you know, I think one of the, the coolest parts about Epic is how you know deep they go into the technology. So um, on the shaft side, like I'm, I'm still learning about like all the different things they can do. And I can't wait to get up there to Minnesota and look at, you know, all of the different technology from like, like how the, the stick kind of bends at a certain angle versus the durability versus the grip versus the different types of, um, molds like it's it's all really interesting and I'd say it's a work in progress but um, thus far it's been really cool you know just learning about that stuff and seeing all the different tweaks that can be made mm-hmm. um, I will say like I'm thrilled with the current setup that I have but I want to try to sample everything in the next few weeks to see uh, you know just how far we can push the envelope so work in progress but it's off to a great start Absolutely. And we'll definitely have that on lacrosse playground. Once you decide what you're using this summer and we'll, we'll definitely have picks and, and everything and can tell the younger fans what your stick setup is. Um, but I'll let yeah. Adam take away the off the field questions. Yeah, absolutely. So number one, you know, we, with sports coming back, uh, maybe you've been able to, to watch a lot. If not, that's okay. But favorite athlete to that's not a lacrosse player to watch right now in the pros, any sport. Mm. I mean, I, like, I don't want to like, I don't want to say Mahomes because he's, I mean, it's like, it, it, but, but yeah, like he, he's so fun to watch. And like, yep. um, I, I do, I do love football. Like I, I just, I, I love the game. It's just fun to, uh, you know, I, I loved it as a kid, you know, I played, I started playing on a team before I started playing lacrosse and, and I do miss it. Yeah. I miss mm-hmm. playing. Um, I, I don't think a comeback is in the cards, So I think I'm probably <laughs> done playing football. Um, but probably Mahomes, like he, he's, yeah. he, he's so good. He can make so many plays. He could, you know, he has like those nice, like sidearm releases, which, you know, I'm a fan of, yeah. um, you know, and, and then like, you know, again, not to be cliche, but like seeing what Brady is doing, um, you know, with, with the Bucks is just, is just fun. It was, it was a fun football season, you know, again, considering the, the pandemic and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So 
I'd probably, I'd probably go with those two, which is like the most boring answer I could give you. Um, and Barzy on the, on the, on the Islanders, like he's, he's just doing some amazing stuff. So, um, so I'll go with those three. Number two, uh, this might be a difficult one, special talent that maybe people don't know you have. That is a tough one. You know, like my life is like pretty straightforward nowadays. <laughs> like, you know, like I like go and like play lacrosse and yep. come home and work out and like, hang out with my family and, and, and my friends. So, um, definitely not a talent but I'll, I'll go this route just because scott ratliff was was making fun of me a little bit i uh you know like our group chat you know our team group chat like i'm i'm like uh i like rely on gifts a lot so i would say i would say like uh i, I wouldn't say it's a secret talent but it's it's a secret passion yeah um <laughs> that i get a kick out of like I, i'd like finding like that that perfect one um for each scenario so i'll go that route i'm sure something will come to come to my mind as soon as we hang up here right. but uh, I'm gonna go with that one. There we go. That's a good one. That's the a good art one. of the gift. It's hard. <laughs> it's it's not simple. <laughs> well, it's, it's getting harder. You yep. know, just because they're like every, everybody's out. You can't just like have like a like Kyle Harrison is terrible at <laughs> like he, like he he just he's not like deep enough into that world. Like if you if you like go through Kyle's Twitter, like they're all like the most basic gifts. Like okay. none of them are are that uh, clever or anything. And and hopefully he hears this and and he can get better as a result. There we go. Uh, number three, last time you were on, we, we talked about favorite spots of vacation. You mentioned you just moved, so I thought I'd switch it up. If you could live anywhere for, for maybe a year or longer, where, where would you move? Hmm. Man, you, you were asking the hard-hitting questions. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, little, um, now that we're, we're on level two with these uh, five Yeah, items. seriously. Seriously. Like, they, like, these used to be a breeze. Now you're making them <laughs> think. Um, I, I don't know if I said this last time, um, but I, I went out to Jackson Hole. Um, okay. You know, I guess it was like a year and a half ago. And um, yeah, if I didn't have to worry about anything else and I'm just there to live, like that place was pretty special. Um, just like the, all the nature and all that stuff and just kind of the way of life out there was pretty cool. So I'd probably go that direction. Um, you know, or Long Island. Yeah, Long Island's <laughs> probably up there too. Uh, yeah, just I'm 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 catching uh, catching some flack for moving off the island. So, um, you know, one day one day I'll be back yeah, just uh, like just it. to appease the locals. I don't want, I don't want to be a sellout. To be <laughs> so I'll mention them too. Long Island, the Jackson Hole of New York, right? The, the exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's what they say. <laughs> uh, number number four. Uh, you know, we talked about you loving diners. We asked your favorite meal last time. But I thought I'd switch it up a cliche one. Three people, if you could eat at a diner with, who who would they be? Oh God! They they, could, they don't even have to. If you wanted uh, people you've never met, it they could be like famous people or or did or yeah, Albert there. Einstein could be one. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's that's why I get so this is so difficult because you could go so many different ways. You could go like yeah, uh, you could go historic. You could go. Uh, like really interesting you could go for fun like yeah. there there are a couple different uh different directions we elevated the five and five for you this time around <laughs> oh it's it's brutal I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm like yeah the, the uh the the first round like I just had to kind of dodge your your questions <laughs> now 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 these are like deeply philosophical um well I'll go I'll go philosophical first. Um, I've, I've 
I love like all the stoicism stuff. Like I, I read mm-hmm. a lot about that stuff and it, it, it seems like, um, you know, Marcus Aurelius would have a lot of interesting things to say. For sure. Um, so I, I, I guess that's one. Good choice. Um, you know, I would say if I have the ability here to raise the deceased, um, you know, I, I would love to sit down and have another breakfast with my grandma um, who passed a few years back. Um, so that would be two. Um, so both pretty serious on, on those ones. So I'll, I'll go, I don't know, I'd probably like find like a comedian or something. Um, but I don't want to say somebody and then like get canceled after the fact if they say the wrong thing. Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll pick you guys. You guys are, you go. guys count because you're part of the same podcast. I'm counting you as one person. So that works. this, this disaster of an answer is Marcus <laughs> Aurelius, you two and my dead grandma. That's right. <laughs> but that, 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 it, it would be fun. Yeah. You know, it would be fun. Know. And you know, the conversation would be everywhere. But and it'd be fun. And unfortunately two of them can't be there, but we could still make it happen. And that could be a first episode of the podcast. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. It all ties together. Good, good segue back. Way to rein me back in here. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. First was, question. Was, was that number five or was, is there another one? The next one's easy. The next one, the next one's like just you can go, what what's a TV show you binged over over the uh, over the last couple months? Anything in particular you've enjoyed watching? Um, the Wire is my favorite show by far. Like I, I have like a, a lot to say about the wire. That could be an episode of, of one of these <laughs> podcasts. Like know. I've I'm like a huge fan of it. I've, I've like read a bunch of books about it, like audiobooks, all that, all that stuff. I, I think it's like a flat out masterpiece and um, you know, watched it through a couple times and, you know, definitely during quarantine and uh, tuned back in and watched it with a kind of a close eye. There we go. Love it. Yep. Love it. Yeah. Well that wraps the five and five, the extremely the challenging the version of the five and five. I'm, I'm like, I'm like sweating over here. Like, <laughs> five, and five, five and five is brutal today. I'm never coming back on the five. <laughs> yeah. I can't, like, no, I can't imagine. To, we'll we'll so give you a break. Things. You can come back for season four. That's a little ways away. And you know, you can get, have an off season from the podcast. It, but... It'll be a three and three. Like yeah. I, I, I can't do another five. No way. <laughs> um, but we are really grateful to have you on again. Again, really excited about you joining the epic team really excited about this upcoming pll and nll season um and excited to let's shop some ideas for a podcast if you guys have ideas that are better than my name for tom and matt mcmahon's potential podcast or show um shoot them at us you know let us know on twitter or social media um and hopefully you can do better than me and hopefully i don't get in trouble with guy fieri a little bit but um we appreciate you coming on tom again best of luck training for this upcoming pll season and the nll and uh we're really excited to see your journey continue. Yeah, no, really appreciate it, guys. And, and we will do it again. Just take it easy on me. For sure, we will. <laughs> we promise. All right, well, that's been another episode of Pro Lacrosse Talk. We appreciate Tom coming on. And we hope you guys tune in next time to Pro Lacrosse Talk. Today's episode is sponsored by Ducan Supply Co. Ducan is a men's body care brand that features an array of military-inspired products from their signature big-ass bar of soap to their bourbon-infused beard oil. I personally use their big bourbon beard oil that's made with a hint of buffalo trace. I like the oak barrel scent that it gives off, and it makes me feel good about my beard, even if it's not as nice as the one that Adam's sporting these days. As an Army Reservist, I also love that they donate a portion of their proceeds to U.S. veterans. So go ahead and check out Ducan 
Use our code LAX10 to receive 10% off your order and find your own signature scent.